0: We don't pray to get something. We pray to become something.
1: From Wrestling With God Productions, this is Life Lessons from Jesus and the Church He Founded. to the podcast where we unpack stories from the Bible and explore 2,000 years of traditions and rituals in the church Jesus founded. I'm your host, Irish McMahon. Now, our goal is to get a handle on God's purpose for creating us and his intentions for our lives, to recognize and understand God's expectations for our relationship with him and what to worship and how to worship. Our guide for the journey is a man who has lots of experience praying, and he loves to pray. He's Irish Catholic priest, Father Len McMillan. And fittingly, in this episode, Father Len digs into the Bible story where Jesus teaches his apostles the purpose of prayer and how to pray. Here's Father Len to lead us through this story and share some of his experiences with prayer.
0: When I was... um... A fairly newly ordained priest, I got assigned to the parish in McCall, which was great. And this couple, they were a minister, this Protestant minister. Him and his wife, when I came to McCall, they wanted to take me out to dinner and get to know me. And it was, I have to say this, I loved it because they're a very sweet couple. I really did like them. But, you know, they find... Priests, the idea of priesthood kind of odd in, in truth, I am a very odd person But so are all priests So they had a lot of questions But I have to admit, I found them kind of odd But lovable But like, they had a lot of questions Like, you know, about celibacy Which turns out is not as interesting as you might think <laughs> Or, like, they're like curious Well, how much do priests make? And if that, that was almost 25 years ago I was making priests don't make a lot of money because you know, but back then it was twenty-two thousand a year, and they were shocked because most Protestant ministers make about hundred thousand. They're kind of shocked at that, but they're very adorable. But as we're leaving the restaurant, we're leaving, and it's starting to snow and just lightly. And I had just bought a new car, well, not a new car, a used car. It was this used Honda. But you have to understand, my first car cost me 200 bucks and it barely ran. It was this huge car. If I lost control, it would have wiped out an entire city block. <laughs> so it was really not worth barely anything. But my next car was this used Honda that I was so proud of. So as it started to snow, they see this Honda and they say, oh. You can't drive that up here. He says, you got to get a truck. And the minister's wife, who was very sweet, turned to me and said, We'll pray you up a truck. We're going to pray you up a truck. And to me, that was just so funny because I had never heard that language before. Pray you up a truck. And I just imagined her going like, Come on, Jesus! And I liked my little Honda, so I didn't really care, but... After I thought about it, I I realized, wow, we are really different. And what's different about us, I mean, they're very sweet people. But our our difference was the purpose of prayer. And I always liked to pray. I love to pray. But really, it never occurred to me to pray for anything. Uh, That wasn't the purpose of prayer, right? Not to get something, as if God is the big Santa Claus in the sky. We don't pray to get anything. We pray to become something. And that's what the gospel is about today. When the disciples go to Jesus and say, teach us how to pray. Jesus doesn't start by teaching him how to pray. He first starts by teaching him what the purpose of prayer is. And he tells a strange parable that prayer is like, and this is really great because you have to think about it. Prayer is like you're at home and you're all satisfied that somebody comes in in the middle of the night, like just in the middle of the night, like 8.30, <laughs> which to me is the middle of the night. They come in and from a long journey, and they're hungry, and you have nothing to feed them. So you go over to your neighbor, and you keep pounding on the door until you get some bread to feed them. That is like prayer. And at that point, you should be saying, How the heck is that like prayer? It's like prayer for this reason. You pray, really, not to get anything. You pray to become something. You pray to become bread for other people. Not that you get a truck. That's much different. And when you're pounding on the door, you're pounding on the door to get bread. And God is not the person inside who you're trying to wake up. God says, I'm I'm far more generous than that. Pounding on the door is your persistence. And prayer is becoming bread for other people. It's not so you get something. And yes, you have to become very persistent in prayer. Day after day, year after year, until you change. You become bread for people who have nothing. And that's the purpose of prayer. So... Like, the idea of praying up a truck so i get something, I mean, I like the couple, but that's just a form of selfishness. That's, you know, give me this and give me that. What do you do after the truck? I need a bigger truck and then, I don't know, a toupee and then, you know, it's always need something more. You know, this endless stream of give me, give me, give me. That's not prayer. I mean, that's, that might be how an elementary form of prayer, but that's not the purpose of prayer. And I've got to be honest, for anybody out there, if that's your definition of prayer, you better be careful. You may become a very self-absorbed person and then call it religion. And when you're praying, you're constantly in dialogue with God. So God is always giving in the sense that you're always becoming. So it's just not give once and then ask for something else. It's this ongoing relationship. That's what you're praying for. You're praying, and this is going to be the strange part, you're praying for the bread of life so that your life becomes bread for other people. You hand on the bread of life in the way you live to other people. You're fed by it, and then your life gives life to other people. That's what your prayer life is supposed to be doing. So, Jesus gives the disciples the Lord's Prayer. That's what you're praying for in the Lord's Prayer. The bread of life. So, you have this idea of hospitality. And as you know, in the Gospel of Luke, Jesus, in Luke, loves the idea of hospitality. That prayer is a type of hospitality. And also, I love that little part in the Lord's Prayer. About forgiveness, which is not my strong point, but I like the idea in Luke... How it's written in the Lord's Prayer is that God forgives your sin the instant you forgive anybody else. That's a really interesting thought. You want God to forgive your sins? God forgives you the instant you don't hold grudges against anybody else. And so the point being is that, wow, this is going to take a lifetime of praying this prayer where our life becomes bread for other people. Where our life becomes this force of forgiveness. Where I am completely freed from any resentment. So all I have to offer the world is forgiveness. That takes a lifetime of prayer. That's why we pray. Or even the first reading, once again, about Father Abraham. And it's about prayer. Abraham is the father of hospitality, the father of religion. And he runs out and gives food to the angels. He offers hospitality. The point being is that, yeah, not only does he offer food for other people, but his prayer life offers life for other people. Abraham, when he's praying, he's not praying for himself. He's not praying, God, give me a truck. He's praying for other people's life, not for himself. He's the father of hospitality. Even our prayer is this act of hospitality welcoming life not for yourself for other people the law of hospitality is this you offer hospitality for other people and God grants you greater life you only care for your own life which is inhospitality and God will take away the little life you have you have a choice if you choose the way of inhospitality of only being concerned about your own life You're going to end up destroying it. True prayer is not being concerned with yourself. True prayer is this hospitality where your prayer life feeds other people. And so just thinking about that, if that's the purpose of prayer, look about how, at least on TV, most Americans pray. You know, most Americans pray that when they pray to God, it's really this kind of, intelligent briefings to God about what I want next. Really, you're just informing God. Don't forget, God, I want the Rolex, or I would take the lottery ticket. But, you know, it's intelligent briefings. If you're not careful, a lifetime of wanting a truck or this or that, it might turn you into a very selfish person. So before he teaches them how to pray, he teaches them the purpose of prayer. And prayer is to become this force of life, bread for other people, this force of forgiveness. And so, like for myself, I love to pray. But my hope is this, and I really do. I love love getting up in the morning. I'm a morning person. I love spending a long time in prayer. But it's not so I can get anything. I keep pounding on the door because what I want is... Really to become this person of ultimate kindness. Shed my kind of aggressive, grumpy side. I really, I I hope I lose all my anger. And all I have to offer the world is kindness and love. That's why I love to pray. I want to become something, not get something. I want something a lot more than a truck. I want to be a person of patience and kindness and courage and justice. And so I want to be in dialogue with the very source of it all, God. So yeah, I want a lot more than a truck. I want the bread of life. And my life, like Abraham, to give life to others. That's the purpose of prayer.
1: So, prayer isn't about getting something. It's about becoming something. Such an important thing to think about every time we pray, don't you think? Thanks for listening to this episode of Life Lessons from Jesus and the Church He Founded. We hope it helps you grapple with the true purpose of your life and deal with the messiness and mysteries, challenges and difficulties this crazy life seems to throw at all of us. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe, like, or follow and give it a five-star rating wherever you get your podcast. We welcome your comments and questions. It's easy to get those to us. You can just shoot me an email. My address is irish at www.gproductions.org. That's irish at www.gproductions.org. Or you can text or leave me a voicemail at 208-391-3738. That's 208-391-3738. And if you'd like to check out the Bible stories that Father Len unpacked in this episode, you'll find them in the Highlights, Ideas, and Wisdom section below this episode in your podcast app. Thanks for listening. See you next time.